0: Hello, my name's Christiana, and welcome to the Oceanside Community Church podcast. We're a church in Parksville on Vancouver Island with a vision to be fully devoted children of God, fully mature in Jesus Christ, and fully alive with the Holy Spirit. We welcome you to join us weekly on this journey. For more information about our church, visit our website at oceansidecommunitychurch.ca or download our mobile app. We pray that you'll be blessed and equipped by today's teaching. Series, The final day series from the Gospel of John that uh, Pastor Joseph started a number of weeks ago and others have been sharing this as well. And, and I want to just begin today by sharing with you what I would say is probably one of the most quoted, most memorized, and, and, and I would say one of the most encouraging scriptures that are found in the Bible. And it's from Romans chapter 8 and verse 28. Many of you know it. It says, And we know that in all things, and I would say all things include hard things, all things include difficult things, challenging things, all things can include good things too. And so the Bible says, in all things, God works for the good of those who love him and who are called according to his purpose. How many would say that's good news this morning? Amen. Amen. Last Sunday, Pastor Joseph, in a, in a great message, he talked about receiving and responding to the eternal, visible, and obtainable love of God. And when I think about that, those words, I would say this morning that one of the greatest ways that we can respond to his love is to fully trust God with all of the details of our lives. And so when we talk about how that God is at work in all of the details, we need to be willing to trust him. And that's what we want to talk about this morning. And at the close of this message this morning, we're going to invite you to to prayer. We're going to invite our prayer team to come at that point. And... Give you an opportunity to to bring maybe that situation, that detail, that that area of your life that you're just needing to trust God with, because you're you're looking into the future and you're thinking, how is this going to play out? And some things, sometimes we just don't know, right? Sometimes we just have no idea how things are going to uh, t- to turn out, and we just have to trust God. And there's no greater example of trusting the Father's love than Jesus himself. And we see this here in John chapter 18. And uh, Anne shared a few verses from John 18. But the whole chapter, what we see is a dramatic scene beginning to unfold. And, and uh, there were a lot of things on the surface that appeared to be going wrong for Jesus. But as we will see and as we will get a sense of what was happening Jesus was very much in control even though it looked like everything was spinning out of control. In John chapter 18, Jesus, the Bible says, had just finished a time of prayer. It had been, if you go back into chapter 17, which we, Pastor uh, Joseph talked a little bit about it at the beginning of, of chapter 17 last week. The whole chapter, it's a beautiful chapter, John 17 is the intense passionate prayer of Jesus. Where Jesus prayed for himself, but he also prayed for his disciples. And, and you, you even, as, you, as you're going through that chapter, it says, and he prayed for all believers. He prayed for you and I. To think that Jesus was praying for you and I this morning. And, and what we see is this beautiful prayer. And Jesus has just finished this. How many would know, how many would, would agree this morning that, that sometimes. some of our most intense challenges come following times of intense prayer. You know, we think that prayer is the magic bullet that's going to solve every issue. But if anything, what prayer does is it actually helps prepare us for those difficult seasons that we might go through. And we definitely see this with Jesus. And so here in John 18, night had fallen and the disciples had had crossed over the Kidron Valley and they'd come into this place called Gethsemane where Jesus had actually continued to pray and he'd had this time of uh, alone with God and it was a time of, a place of crushing. It was the olive grove, which was where the olives would would be pressed. And in fact, Gethsemane actually means crushing. And it was in this season that Jesus was being crushed. And following that, As you go through this this scene unfolds verse 2 we see Jesus being betrayed by one of his followers Judas as we go on in verse 12 we see Jesus being arrested and bound and soldiers Roman soldiers and Jewish officials came with their the Bible says with their torches and their lanterns and their weapons as though Jesus was this violent criminal and it was like they were preparing for this huge resist. And that's the kind of scene that is unfolding. He's bound and led away to the house of Annas, one of the the father-in-law of the great high priest, or not the great high priest, the high priest. Jesus is the great high priest. Verse 15 kind of speaks kind of on the sidelines, Peter, another one of his disciples, the one who said, I will never deny you, Jesus. I will stand for you. We see Peter denying Jesus. And it's it's like one by one, Jesus' followers, his disciples, are slowly kind of going to the sidelines. And then in verse 19, as you go through this chapter, you see Jesus uh, beginning involved in a series of trials before the priests and, and then before Pilate. And it's not just one trial, but it's a number of trials that are happening through the night hours and where laws were being manipulated and charges were, were they were trying to come up with charges all with the intent of executing Jesus. This was not a good night for Jesus as far as it looks like on the surface. It looks like the priests and Pilate, the power brokers of the day for for the Jews and for Rome, it looks like they were in control. But you know what? The reality is Jesus was very much in control. The plan of God was very much in control. And often, Things are not as they appear to be. Those times in our lives, in our world where it seems like the enemy, and perhaps some of you can relate to this right now, it seems like the enemy is getting the upper hand when in reality God is very much at work. God is very much at work working out his sovereign plans and purposes for our good that's the title of today's message for our good and it's in those times when we are called to fully trust god here in John chapter 18 we we see jesus demonstrating this complete trust in his loving father i love some of the lines that sometimes we might skip over Verse 4, it says, and Jesus, knowing all that was going to happen, Jesus knew what was ahead of him, and we see him completely trusting and submitting and surrendering his life to the Father. Verse 32, it says, and this happened so that the words Jesus had spoken indicating the kind of death he was going to die, would be fulfilled. Jesus wasn't caught off guard by any of this. It's not as though the Father in heaven was going like, oops, like what's going on here? It looks like we've made a a big mistake. You don't get that sense at all. Uh, You you know, for the Father, for God himself, it wasn't like he was looking for a plan B, like we really kind of blew it on this plan. God... God's sovereign plan was unfolding just as he had planned another example we see here in John chapter 18 is and we didn't read it but it's the story of when in that when when Jesus was arrested and here's Peter and the scripture says he took out a sword and he took off the ear and I think he was actually going for for Malchus the the, the the, ser- the high priest's servant or the, yeah, he was looking at actually taking this guy's life and he actually missed and took off his ear and Jesus looked over to Peter you see Peter was trying to defend Jesus Peter was trying to stop all of this from happening And Jesus said to Peter he said Peter put your sword away put your sword away he said shall I not drink the cup the father has given me You see, Jesus clearly understood the cup of suffering. Jesus clearly understood what was before him, and he was willing to surrender. He even prayed earlier. He said, not my will, but your will be done. Folks, that's a hard prayer to pray sometimes, isn't it? It's hard to pray, not my will, but your will be done. How many of us want our will to be done? We want want God to work out the details of our life our way. And that's hard. It's hard to surrender. It's hard to submit and say, Father, I surrender my will to your will. In all of this, we we see Jesus' declaration of trust. And even in the exchange between Jesus and Pilate that Anne read about a, a moment ago, Pilate is asking Jesus about his claim to be the king of the Jews. And I love Jesus' response. And you get this sense that he's calm. You don't see Jesus reacting. You don't see Jesus resisting. You see just a calm voice coming through. And when Pilate asked him, are you the king of the Jews? Jesus said, he said, my kingdom is not of this world. If it were, my servants would fight. But he said, now my kingdom is from another place. You see, Jesus knew that his kingdom was not an earthly kingdom. He knew that his kingdom was not a military kingdom. He knew it wasn't a political kingdom. He knew his kingdom was from another place. And, and God's plan for this, his kingdom was unfolding. And he said, so you are a king then. Jesus said, you are right in saying I'm a king in fact for this reason I was born and for this I came into the world when I was reading this those words just grip my heart sometimes we don't always know the reason but God has a reason for everything he's doing and sometimes it, it it will not be until eternity that we will actually know the reason why certain things happen the way they do but in this case the plan and the purposes of God we're all coming together for our good. How many are thankful that Jesus submitted to the Father's plan, that he submitted his will to the Father for our good? In John chapter 10, Jesus again used these. The, the scripture says, it says, for this reason, he said, my Father loves me and that I laid down my life only to take it up Again, no one takes it from me. It wasn't Pilate that took Jesus' life, it wasn't the Jews that took Jesus' life. Jesus, it says, I lay my life down. He willingly surrendered. I lay it down on my own accord. You have to ask who was really in charge here. It looked like the Jews and the Romans were all in charge of Jesus' destiny. But Jesus was simply responding for our good to the plan of God that was unfolding. I'm thankful this morning that Jesus fully trusted his loving Father and so can we this morning. Jesus fully trusted his loving Father and so can we. I'm going to invite the band to come back. And I'm going to invite our prayer team, if they would take their places as well. Many of you know, or were here last summer when Ann and I were here with you, and together we shared some of our story, some of our personal story. Shared a message that Sunday entitled, what to do when life doesn't make sense. How many know that there's those seasons in our life that are unexplainable and life doesn't make sense? And for those of you that maybe don't know our story, Ann and I both lost our previous mates. 20 years ago, Ann's husband, who she loved, Pat went home to be with Jesus. It was not something that was in the plan, at least in the the earthly plan. But it was in that season that Anne's life was devastated. Her heart was broken. And she began to navigate life through a very difficult time. Three years ago, my wife, my first wife, Barb, in fact, it was only a month after we had actually been here at Oceanside, discovered that she had cancer, and seven weeks later, she was gone. And, you know, it's in those seasons, you're just wondering, why is this happening, and you have no idea what the plan or purposes of God. But you come back to that scripture we read earlier, that in all things... God is at work, and we have to trust Him. And for both Ann and I, both experiencing the depths of loss and grief, had to learn to trust the Father's love for us. I don't think there was ever a time when I never doubted the Father's love. Sometimes we might question why God would do certain things but we never trust never doubted his love during this these seasons we've had to learn that God never wastes a hurt we've had to learn and we are still learning that in all things God can work for the good of those who love him and are called according to his purpose And we're still learning that. We're still learning that God is at work doing his work. And my question to you this morning, our question to you this morning is what about you? What is it that you need to fully trust your loving Heavenly Father with? Is there something this morning, just as Jesus laid down his life voluntarily, he willingly surrendered his life, is there something that you and I need to willingly surrender to him this morning? Is there something that we need to willingly lay down at the feet of Jesus? And my question is, what is it? Is it a broken heart? Is it a disappointment of some kind? Something that hasn't worked out the way you had thought? Is it a sickness? Is it news that you've received this week? And you're not sure how you're going to get through it? Is it those questions that just seem unanswered and maybe... We have to be willing to say, Lord, even if I never get an answer to the question, I'm going to trust you. And you know, that's, all I can say is that there is tremendous peace when we simply choose to trust our, lo- our loving Heavenly Father. And we're going to sing the song, Good, Good Father. I'm going to invite you to stand with me. And uh, as we sing this song, at some point, if you feel you would like to just come, I want to invite you to come and, and join our prayer team here this morning. And someone's here to, these folks are here to pray with you. And, and if we need others to, to pray with us, I know there's some leaders that can, can join us as well today. But we want to encourage you to pray. Maybe you're at home watching online this morning. Maybe there's something that right now you want to just get down on your knees and say, Father, I surrender this to you. I give this detail of my life to you that you are going to work out your plan and your purpose. How many know that we have a good, good father? A good, good father who loves us. We are loved by him. You are loved by him. The the lyrics say he is perfect in all his ways while we may not understand, we, have to, we need to trust, just, just as Jesus trusted that God's plans were going to be fulfilled. We know, even Anne and I know, that God has tremendous plans for the two of us. And we're trusting that that plan is continuing to unfold. And so we want to encourage you as the t- worship team leads us. Would you lay down that situation? Come and receive prayer this morning. Thank you for listening to our podcast. Be sure to connect with us on Facebook, Instagram, or YouTube, or download our mobile app for more content. If you're in the area, we hope to see you soon. Until next time, may the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ richly bless you as you live by His Spirit.